now it's on. There we go. <laughs> I always have to start on this day, my favorite holiday of the year, by thanking our wonderful team here at Trinity for coordinating this fantastic outpouring of love and hospitality that we saw this morning with our Thanksgiving breakfast. Everyone who made today's breakfast a success is a hero in my book, and I'm glad you were here to be a part of it. So if you were a volunteer or you participated in some way in today's morning's breakfast, will you please stand and be recognized? We want to publicly thank you. Thank you. And welcome everyone who is here this morning to celebrate Thanksgiving Day. It is good for us to be together. We have much to be thankful for. The readings we have today all point to the fact that we are all blessed by God in more ways than we can ask or imagine. That all good gifts come from above and that the love and the care and the concern that we have for one another comes from a loving creator who desires our greatest good. But our readings also urge us to practice gratitude. Even through the times of trial in life, the times that when we feel down, down on our luck, or things that aren't adding up all the way when they're supposed to, Thanksgiving Day doesn't tell us to forget that stuff, but to recognize that God will act and God will dwell among us, not just today, but for all time. And we do this, we live like this, by practicing gratitude. Now, some of you might have heard this story before, but I really do enjoy reading material by the author Brene Brown, and I feel that her remarks about gratitude are spot on. Some of you might have seen a little of this excerpt from my e-news that I published yesterday, but in her book called The Gifts of Imperfection, Brene Brown writes this, when it comes to gratitude, the word that jumped out at me throughout this research process is practice. For years, I subscribed to the notion of an attitude of gratitude. I've since learned that an attitude is an orientation or a way of thinking and that having an attitude doesn't always translate to a behavior. For example, and she says this, it would be reasonable to say that I have a yoga attitude. The ideals and the beliefs that guide my life are very much in line with the ideas and beliefs that I associate with yoga. I value mindfulness and breathing and the body-mind-spirit connection. And she says, I even have yoga outfits. But let me assure you, my yoga attitude and outfits don't mean jack if you put me on a yoga mat and ask me to stand on my head or strike a pose because I cannot. What really matters on the mat, where it really matters on the yoga mat, my yoga attitude doesn't count for much at all. It seems that gratitude without practice may be a little like faith without works. It's not alive. 
Again, she writes, it seems that gratitude without practice may be a little like faith without works. It's not alive. So therefore, practicing gratitude means more than thinking about it. It means doing something, too. Like purposely recognizing the kindness of someone else. Like honoring a friend on a special day. Or maybe even offering something to a friend or a coworker or just someone that you've met at one point because they always smile when they see you and they genuine, they're genuinely happy that you're there. Gratitude requires practice. Because practicing gratitude orients our hearts and minds and lines them up in ways that God wants us to be in the world. In the same way of the lilies of the field, they're beautiful and adorned with color and life, being beautiful for the sheer delight of our existence before God. Trust me, we're not all there. I have more work to do, but imagine what life would really be like if we immersed ourselves into practicing gratitude. When we eventually order all of our thoughts and, and being aware that love, that real love, is really all that we need. But when does it feel like it's not? That it's not all that we need. Times now are uncertain, tough. The threat of terrorism still scares me, but each one of us has our own fears. We all do. It's part of being human. We get scared. So how do we practice gratitude or including our fears in a practice of gratitude? I'm going to owe some of this answer to my friend, Dr. Ian Markham, who's the dean at Virginia Seminary. He explains this by talking about the ways we worship, especially when we celebrate communion like we will today. When we gather, as we will in just a few minutes at the great Thanksgiving, the priest gives thanks to God for the death of a young man who died at the hands of an occupying power and yet is in some puzzling way the very salvation of the world. In this prayer, we learn a practice. We learn that even in the most utter disgrace, that in the midst of horror, there is a place for us to begin to find that grace for which we should be grateful. He goes on to say that the practice of gratitude is grounded from a point of view that we trust that at the heart of everything there is, that there's a force of good and love enabling everything to be and sustaining all that is. And therefore, it's an act of trust that sees even in those things that are the hardest to bear, the hardest to bear, we can in, in, at times encounter the grace of God. God is there even when it's hard to see. God is there in the tears. God is there in the outpouring of love. And God is there as people cope with loss. We trust that somewhere and somehow 
a higher purpose of love is being served through our trials. In essence, we practice gratitude by incorporating gratitude alongside every other aspect of our lives, right alongside of it, every aspect of our lives, the good stuff and the bad stuff, and the setbacks and the disappointments and the triumphs. Gratitude accompanies each one of those. You don't do this to sugarcoat anything, not the point, but to keep a perspective, to hold the perspective that gratitude reminds us how much we matter to God. That gratitude reminds us how much we matter to God, how much we matter more than any lilies of the field or the birds of the air. We matter even more. You matter to God even more than that, more than anything we can express in language. More. So this Thanksgiving Day, look for ways to shed the trappings of an attitude of gratitude and instead put on a practice of gratitude and see what happens. <laughs>